recorded. Well, thank you, Mr. Clerk, and thank you. It's, uh, it's a rainy day, and it took us a few minutes to get going, to get connected here at the PUC building. This is the first in-person RBAC meeting since uh, the pandemic. So it's great to see a few of us here in person and to connect with many others online. So thank you for your patience as we had to get connected. So we're now ready to get started with our first agenda item. First agenda item is roll call. When I say your name, please indicate that you are present. Chair Leo. Present. Leo, present. Member Camp. Present. Camp, present. Member Vuthi. Present. Vuthi, present. Member Tang, absent. Member Holliver. Present. Holliver, present. Mr. Chair, there is a quorum. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Ah, let's interrupt the call for just a moment to acknowledge that, that Member Tang just walked in the door. And I know that Ms. Tang is now present at 921 a.m. Super, thank you. Then we're ready for our first agenda item, and that is public comment. Next agenda item is general public comment. Members of the public who have uh, public comments of a general nature for matters that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the Revenue Bond Oversight Committee but are not on today's agenda may address ARBOC during this period of time. We have one speaker whose hand is raised, and I invite that speaker to please address ARBOC for three minutes, this body. Three minutes. Starting now, please. Can you hear me okay? Yes, please begin. Excellent. Uh, David Pilpel, uh, good morning from uh, elsewhere. Uh, so several uh, points. Thank you for keeping uh, remote uh, public uh, comment. Uh, thank you for working through your technical challenges uh, down there. Uh, given the requirement now for everybody to schlep down uh, who are members and, and some staff to meetings, uh, perhaps the committee wants to think about having fewer uh, meetings, either every other month or uh, quarterly, with you know perhaps a, a longer period of time. Um, I'm thinking of Member uh, Tang in, in particular, but uh, all of you uh, really, with all the uh, effort involved in in getting places now. Um, also, I was looking at uh, Section 5A.36 of the Admin. Uh, code under uh, current law, ARBOC uh, will expire January 1st of 2025. Uh, it's possible that the board uh, will extend it again, given that there are still uh, revenue bonds um, outstanding. Um, but I would ask you to also think about either uh, streamlining uh, your work and focusing um, very clearly on outstanding bonds and um, whether use of the bond funds were for the designated uh, purposes, uh, including uh, things like um, uh, Member Tang's uh, suggestion about the audit uh, that's going to be discussed uh, later, um, or to and repurpose and refocus uh, in that way, or think about um, how you would uh, wind down uh, the committee in the event that it is not extended further. Those are my thoughts at this time. I'll have other thoughts during the meeting. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who wants to provide general public comment during this agenda item number two? If so, please raise your hand from within the system. Mr. Chair, I'm delaying for a moment to see if we have any other speakers, and I'm seeing none, Mr. Chair. Well, thank you, Mr. Kirk. Uh, we are ready for the next agenda item. Would you please close public general public comment? Thank you. Uh, public comment is closed. Thank you. 
The next agenda item is agenda item number three. It is ARBOC, election of officers, recruitment and roles of members. Members of ARBOC shall elect a chair, a vice chair, and discuss the roles of members. This is a discussion and possible action item. We'll be taking public comments as part of the discussion, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, so the genesis of this is essentially that ARBOC has not had uh, officer elections since before the pandemic. Uh, for quite some time, ARBOC had only four members, so it really didn't make a difference whether we had a vice chair or not a vice chair. And now we have five, uh, thankfully. Uh, member Ruth has joined us. So it's important now that we formalize these roles again, especially as we're meeting in person and we may have forum issues at some point with folks traveling that cannot not come. Uh, so we really need two roles. One is the role of chair and the other is the role of vice chair. And I wonder if there's any specific nomination on the volunteer that would like to serve in either of those two capacities. I would like to nominate uh, Chair Niao to, <laughs> to serve as the chair again because he has done <coughs> such an excellent job. And I would like to nominate uh, member, yeah, one of the vice chairs. Thank you. Thank you. I'll second those nominations. Thank you. Uh, member Tang and, and Member Hover. Uh, member Ruthie or Member Kent, what do you think? I don't, I'm not familiar with what the vice chair will uh, entail. Nominate or have a view on this position. Uh, yeah, it's perhaps more than a chair. In, in, in effect, uh, if the city uh, the, the vice chair presides at the meeting and the deputy chair is unavailable. Indicate your interest by raising your hand from within 
the team's clients. I see we have one member of the public who has comments, and uh, please begin for three minutes. Uh, David Pilpel again, if you could just repeat one more time uh, the nominations. I was having trouble uh, hearing both between the mics and the terrible wind uh, on the west side uh, here, uh, and I did not hear the, uh, any discussion specific to the roles and recruitment of members. Okay. I don't know if Let's, that happened or not, didn't. Uh, we're not going to repeat the discussion, but I will let you know what the motion that is on the table is, and that was a nomination provided by Member Tang to nominate uh, uh, Member Liao as the chair and to nominate Member Camp as the vice chair. And that motion was seconded by Member Holliber. And uh, otherwise, you have uh, two minutes and 50 seconds remaining for public comment. I'm going to start your time now. Two words. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Do we have anyone else who wants to provide public comment on agenda item number three? Seeing none, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Burke. Uh, roll call, please. Uh, let's close public comment first. Oh, close. Public comment is closed. Okay. PC is closed. The motion, I will reiterate it one last time in case anyone connected to the meeting hasn't heard, is to nominate Chair Liao to continue as the chair and to nominate Member Camp as the vice chair. It was offered by Member Tang and seconded by Member Holliber. On that motion, Member Camp. Camp, aye. Member Vuthi. Aye. Vuthi, aye. Member Tang. Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliber. Aye. Holliber, aye. Uh, Chair Liao. Aye. Liao, aye. Mr. Chair, there uh, is no opposition. Uh, thank you, Mr. Berg. The motion passes. We're now ready for the uh, next agenda. Okay, hang on just one moment, please, while I record that. The next agenda item is ARBOC audit update. Members of ARBOC shall discuss the status of ongoing audits. This item was continued from the January 17, 2023 regular meeting. This is a discussion and possible action item, and we will be taking public comments as part of the discussion. Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, there's been a lot of progress that's been done with uh, this audit. You might recall from our meeting in January uh, that ARBOC appointed member camp to engage with CSA and with the audit team uh, for an update on the status of the audit. So with that, I will turn it over to Member Kent for an update. Sure. Uh, we, so yes, we have that meeting. Just, uh, <laughs> it's okay. They can hear it. I can hear you. I'll just have to screen for everyone else. And uh, yes, we had that meeting. Um, I think it was a 90-minute meeting where uh, look, the, the majority of uh, uh, the discussion was around two specific findings that the report presented, and the rest really were technicalities and sort of uh, highlighting some findings with, with better data. And, um, and, and so that actually was very useful to have these monthly calls because from our notes, there were uh, data points that I thought were missing in the document. Which we then added. Um, specifically, I think if, if we geared this towards uh, people who would read the, the the report for the very first time without any back, prior background, right? And so I think that's what made this session better. That now the report is in a state where anyone who wants to read it has never dealt with us, right? I think has a really good understanding of what we're doing and what the outcomes of the audit 
I think it's going to be a good, good report. I'm very confident about it. And then I worked with Hunter and Lutanda and, and Eugene. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good session. So. Well, thank you for the update. That sounds like it's been a lot of progress, so that's, that's wonderful to hear. Um, I'd like to turn it over also to CSA and to, to the audit team for an update on process and uh, timelines. Hi, good morning, uh, committee chair and committee members. Um, Hunter Wong with CSA Audits. I will give a short verbal update on um, the audit report. Um, so as member Camp mentioned, we had a great meeting with member Camp to review the report where he was able to provide us with um, his insight and comments. We've also held an exit conference with uh, the department to review the report. Um, at this point right now, our report is currently, the report draft is currently with CSA Audits for review. Um, when once we've uh, completed our review, we expect to be providing the report to the department uh, by April so that they can review, provide comments, um, and provide an official response. Um, after that, we'll continue our normal report processing uh, to issue the report. Um, believe that's all. I believe that's all that we have. Uh, all update uh, I have on my end, uh, but we can answer any questions. Yeah, I have a question. So it sounds like the report is still with CSA, so has not moved to PUC yet for PUC's input. That is correct. <coughs> so timing reasonably, would it be June for the final report at this point? Um, no, we expect to get the report to PUC by the end of this month and hope to get a response from them uh, within April. So I think we are trying to target April uh, for the issuance of the final report. Um, it could be May, but I don't I don't expect it to be a June issuance. Thank you. Any 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 thoughts from uh, Yano and HKA? I would add that you know we we're waiting on the commentary back from CSA. They've been very diligent, and responsive. It just uh, it's going to take a couple more days for them to finalize. We had a many different commentary back and forth, awarding changes and inclusions and exclusions. So that's all been done, and now the final draft, so be it, is is in their hands, in their uh, process. So again, I think we're. We're close to the uh, issuance to PUC, and we have a follow-up uh, call with PUC next week, I think it is, Hunter. That's correct. Yes, that's correct, Paul. Mr. Chair, this is Eugene Yano, Yano Accountancy Corporation. The only thing I'd like to add is to thank Member Camp. Um, his comments were really improved the report. Thank you, Member Camp. You're welcome. Thank you. It was great. No, it really was. It was a very productive session. Wonderful to hear. That's great. Uh, any any comments or questions from the committee? Thank you. Um, just a, a question for CSA and really for the committee, for everyone, really in general is what do you think will be a good time for the committee to discuss the next audit, even when we decide to have one? Is it the kind of thing that we should put on the agenda for the next meeting? Is it too early? Um, should we 
should we think about having it on agenda for May? I'll respond and I'll, I'll defer to CSA. I mean, we certainly could outline the process in May, but the CSA timetable and their ability to work jointly with us is all, is dependent on their schedule. We're, we're certainly capable and, you know, we have a deep bench, so it's not a problem for our team. I think the issue becomes the cycling with CSA's other audits and their ability to kind of focus on it. But th there's no reason we couldn't begin the process in May, but I'm not sure the actual field work could happen that quickly based on their schedules and also the PUC's ability to respond. <laughs> Thank you for that. So perhaps CSA can give us a sense of uh, timing and bandwidth at the next meeting. Yeah, we should be able to speak to, sorry, this is Hunter with CSA. We should be able to speak to um, a little bit more of the planning at the next meeting um, for the for the third batch, for the third series. Okay. Well, thank you. If uh, there are no other comments, no other questions, I think we are ready to Open up for public comment. Thank you, members of the public who have comments on agenda item number four, this audit update. Please raise your hand from within the team's client at this time to indicate your interest, and we will get to you all in order. Delaying for a moment to see if our public caller has a comment on this item. Mr. Chair, I'm not seeing anyone who has public comment on this item. Well, thank you. Public comment is now closed. And um, Mr. Clark, please remind me, do we need a, a motion to continue this for the next meeting? Uh, that would be in order if you wanted to do that. Okay. So I'll move to continue this item to the, uh, the next meeting. The next meeting, for everyone's information, is April 11th, 2023. May I have a second? Hmm. So there is a motion on the floor from Chair Leal to continue this agenda item to the April 11th meeting. That was seconded by Member Tang. On that motion, Member Camp? Aye. Camp, aye. Member Vuthi? Aye. Vuthi, aye. Member Tang? Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliver? Aye. Holliver, aye. Chair Leal? Aye. Leal, aye. Mr. Chair, there is no opposition. Uh, thank you. The motion passes. We are now uh, ready for the next agenda item. But first, again, thank you, Mr. Uh, Member Camp, for your work and your engagement with uh, the audit team. The next agenda item is planning for future audits. Members of ARBOC shall discuss planning for future audits to evaluate the performance of projects funded by revenue bonds. Like the previous agenda item, this was continued from January 17, 2023. It is a discussion and possible action item, and we'll be taking public comments as part of the discussion, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. So uh, a short uh, recap on this agenda item. You might remember that uh, well over about a year ago, um, Member Tang uh, asked the committee about, uh, we're starting to really think about how the, 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 the projects that are being financed through bonds have been performing and whether the ratepayers are getting a good return on, on their investment. So there's been quite a bit of work that went into uh, bringing some, some structure to this thoughts and really trying to understand what would that mean, what would that report look like, what would such a research uh, mean. And I want to thank Member Tank for, for really leading this effort, uh, 
Bush has been working with GSA and others. Uh, and uh, with that, I will turn it over to you for an update. Thank you. So um, I would also like to thank uh, Winnie Wu from the CSA. So she has provided us a list of questions for the committee to start discussing for the planning purposes. Um, and uh, based on what um, Hunter presented to the committee last year, so the, um, the current plan is to start basically through the preparation of the presentation or RFP document between April and the July 2023. So basically, um, this list of questions is what is for the group to, um, for the purpose of uh, putting this RFP together. And um, I also like to thank member Lucy who helped, who worked with me to put our draft responses together for this list of questions. So the responses have been included in the agenda packet. Um, not sure if the committee has a chance to review it. Uh, so we're here, Lucy and I will be here to take any notes, any edits you have, or any questions, any clarifications you think would be helpful to be added, included in the response. And then after we uh, we all um, okay with the response, we will send it over to the CSA who can continue helping us with the, the um, RFP. Thank you for the update, and really thank you for driving this this, this work. That's uh, that's great. Uh, member Lucy, any any thoughts on this? Would you like to share in addition to what Member Pang just shared? Um, I think additional. I think there were a couple of questions we um, particularly wanted the committee's input on, or the answers rather to the questions. Um, so if you're looking at your packet, it's PDF page 28, where it starts. <clears throat> and our draft answers go for two pages. Um, I think, let's see, the, the primary one that we wanted, I think Member Tang and I agreed, but we you know, wanted input and potentially discussion is um, question, uh, under the scope of work question, question three. So are ratepayers receiving a good return on their investment in capital improvement projects? We felt that most of the other questions were focused um, had more of an engineering focus, and this was more of a financial focus, so we thought it might make sense to uh, separate it for a later point, perhaps a separate RFP. It didn't, wasn't uh, intuitive for us that the same provider would answer all you know, that set of questions. Um, so I think that's something to, to consider, and we really welcome everyone's input on that. Again, these are, you know, these are take at the responses, but I think many of these are um, very debatable. We, we took a stab at what we thought made sense, but there's certainly, uh, there could be reasons to make other decisions, so we, we welcome folks' input on that. Thank you for that. Member Over, Member Camp, any, any thoughts on, on this document? Am I looking at the right document? Page 28, I was looking at the document in the agenda.
the fourth there are a couple of emails from from Oh, there it is. Okay, got it. Okay, questions. Okay. Yeah, I would just say in terms of uh, question three, that kind of seems like the, the big bite of the apple, I guess, right? <laughs> terms of, so I could understand that being kind of a separate audit topic. Um, I would say, though, that, you know, we did have a firm attend a few of our meetings in the past that seemed, you know, interested in potentially um, cooperating, uh, participating in this, uh, and that seemed to be more of their focus was on return on investment, if I remember correctly, um, in terms of how they presented it to us. Are you saying that you think they'd be able to respond to an RFP that included all of these questions? Or that yeah, again, this is one, this is one sure. consulting firm that had attended several of our meetings. And that's what I recall in their presentation was heavily focused on, in terms of their previous types of reports that they had done, was on the uh, return on investment side of the question. That firm works with the Federal Emergency Management Agency. So they do essentially cost-benefit analysis process for their for their program. But I could see that you know would significantly you know expand the scope of the project if that was included. Whether in Winley Market and Sales uh, Rebound, that some of the commentary that we have to our investor class is that we're investing in green technology and that green technology is achieving particular results. And so, to the extent that we're going to have a communication with them over time, right, we can contract with them to uh, communicate how we're doing with respect, uh, that that may be. Well, thank you for that. I, I, I think it's very important. And I'm glad you brought it up because Mark Brown was what, what with the PUC was quite focused on, on the green bond certification and in the financial markets. Now there was a movement coming from the Securities and Exchange Commission and others to ensure that companies or entities that have issued this kind of securities have gone through essentially like an audit process, like an assurance that their green claims are indeed. Uh, so that's that's a good point because it's probably going to come at some point. So we need to be ready for that. Uh, right. I was just coming that it might dovetail into yeah. the inquiry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, anything else on the agenda item? Okay. So wait, I, I see keys. So with our existing work, you do one thing, right? Verify property in accordance with the revenue bonds, right? So you know, responded resources to contribute these projects. Okay. I'm having trouble hearing you, so speak up. Sorry, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. So I'll repeat. So our, you know, if I had to so we have one charter and that charter is to verify the proper use of proceeds from these bonds as we deploy as the city deploys them into infrastructure projects, right? Job done, right? Okay. This is more around 
use of these infrastructure assets, like if the public actually gets um, a good return on our on the rates that the public pays. And I think what you just said is uh, has an impact on our cost of our interest costs, right? Our cost of financing these bonds. Like, will that lower our cost of capital? I think that's that's what we're trying to accomplish with these topics. Do I see that correctly? That was the discussion last time. Um, I think the rest of the questions are pretty straightforward. 
So, um, and the, this is the one, it you know, requires definitely a little discussion by the committee. So, um, I have, we haven't heard any um, clear response about how you guys feel about our recommendation. So, we can discuss a little more and review. The rest of the committee can share a little more of your thoughts. It will be helpful. So what I just heard you say is that you would recommend focusing on one of these three questions only. First two of the three questions. Oh, first two. Okay. And, and I also heard Member Tang saying that she would like input in writing from committee members on the document that she should write. Right? Uh, yes. So if you guys have any yeah. comments, edits, extension of the... But I think it's, it's useful to have a date around this input. Would the committee be comfortable sending to Member Tang their input yeah. by member emails? Member 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 yeah. um, let's say within a week? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Sure. The action item? Yeah. And then uh, at the next meeting, you'll be presenting essentially kind of the final document that you'll be sharing with CSA? Sure, we can work. We can either share the revised response to, with the committee for the next RBOC meeting, and then afterwards we'll share with the CSA, or um, if the committee is comfortable, we can just delegate <laughs> the, the revision process to the member Lucy's, and we can, we can finalize it and then send it over to CSA before the end of the month. So whatever <coughs> yeah. the meeting. Um, in order to keep things moving, would the committee be comfortable setting, let's say, a deadline of a week, and then with whatever member we see or member Ting has received a week from now, you're going to take that and run with it, and then engage the CSA for their input? Would, would that work? Hunter Wong with CSA Audits. Um, 
I think it, it's a little it it's a little hard to hear, but I think if I heard Member Tang correctly, she asked if there's um, anything that CSA needs uh, to get the ball rolling. And I think it's just what the committee's been discussing in terms of getting um, clarity on the scope. Um, after that, we can we can work together. Um, our contracting team and our contracting specialist, Winnie Wu, will be able to help um, walk us through the rest of the process. I see Masanda actually has her hand up too. Um, yeah, the only other thing probably would be um, something coming to Arbach at one of your next meetings to uh, officially um, approve perhaps that that RFP process. But at, once the comments are received by Member Tang, um, I would say Winnie Wu, any other kind of like planning, logistical questions or next steps, Winnie Wu can confirm uh, what should happen um, and probably be able to be at the April meeting and give any other updates or answer any other additional questions that the committee might have. Public, do we have any interested members of the public who wishes to provide public comment on agenda item number five, planning for future audits? If so, please raise your hand from within teams and we will get to you in the order from which we see you indicate interest. I see we have one interested member of the public. Could you please begin your comments for three minutes? Uh, great. David Pilpel, you can hear me okay? Okay. Um, I too am having uh, problems hearing some folks in the room who I guess are farther away from the mic or mics. Um, on this uh, issue, pages 28 and 29 of the packet are the most uh, detailed yet, um, and I appreciate uh, that. Um, I would add uh, three items somewhere in the scope um, to assess um, each asset and to whatever degree possible the um, components of the asset in terms of its expected life, um, suggest an inspection or condition assessment schedule, again, for each asset and component, so it's not just build a dam or uh, a pipeline or something, but how often should it be checked and how uh, long is it expected um, to survive given uh, normal maintenance, which was appropriately discussed already, uh, and then risks. So what are the uh, risks like uh, corrosion, weather, use, whatever, the, the various types of risks. So asset life, inspection schedule, and risks. Um, thanks to member uh, Tang for the um, idea here and Winnie Wu from uh, CSA for advancing the topics for discussion. Um, although agencies like PUC may conduct studies like this about their uh, assets, in my experience, I think it's rare and welcome for um, others to do so from outside, particularly uh, an entity like uh, Arbach looking at this from a uh, ratepayer perspective um, and uh, whether we're getting the best value uh, from uh, bond-funded um, assets. So um, I very much uh, appreciate uh, the work on this and look forward to 
uh, discussion and advancing this at the next meeting. Thanks. Thank you for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who wants to provide public comments on agenda item number five related to planning for future audits? Seeing none, Mr. Chair. Public comment is uh, closed. Thank you, Mr. Burke. We are ready for roll call. There is a motion on the table to continue this agenda item to April 11th. It was offered by Member Tang and seconded by Member Boothy. I will note that it may appear on the April 11th agenda as a more clear adoption or endorsement item. We'll see. That on that motion, making sure everyone is here, Member Camp? Aye. Camp? Aye. Member Boothy? Aye. Boothy, aye. Member Tang? Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliber? Aye. Holliber, aye. Chair Liao? Aye. Leal, aye. Mr. Chair, on that motion, there is no op uh, opposition. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clark. The motion passes. The uh, next agenda item. Agenda item number six is the draft annual report for ARBOC. Members shall discuss the preparation of the 2022 ARBOC annual report. This was continued from January 17th. It is a discussion and possible action item. We'll be taking public comments as part of the discussion. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clark. So this is the annual report that you've seen many times before. It was meant to be approved at the uh, February meeting, but unfortunately we didn't have that meeting. Uh, I want to thank really everyone that has been involved in the production of this annual report. Uh, Kirk, QC, and uh, members of the committee that reviewed it, uh, and uh, DCA Mark Lake as well. So thank you, everyone. I think the document is ready for approval. Um, frankly, we are running a little late with the approval of this document, but hopefully uh, today we can have a motion and that can get this done. Oh, sorry, one, one last item that I uh, just to remind on why this has been delayed because of the uh, ARBOC, the committee uh, requested a certification letter from the CFO of the PUC to be included in the document and the certification letter can be done only after the audit. So the audit of the PUC financials have to be completed in order for the CFO to produce that letter that has happened and been appended to the annual report, and the annual report is now ready for approval. Should we make a motion? Should we make a motion? To Please, yes, a motion. Let's have I'm going to make a motion to vote for approval. Second. Thank you. So we have a motion and a second. Sounds good. Do we have any members of the public who wish to write public comment on the form of the draft annual report, which appears on this agenda, agenda item number six? If so, please raise your hand from within Teams, and we will get to you in the order with which you indicate interest. We have one member of the public who wishes to write public comment on this item. Please begin your three minutes now. Uh, David Pilpel again. I assume you can uh, hear me. A couple of uh, brief comments on the cover page, I would suggest uh, calling it fiscal year 2021-2022 so that it's uh, pretty clear. I would also add somewhere on the cover page, probably right up there, uh, what date the report was finally adopted by the committee, perhaps today. Um, I would include page numbers throughout. There are page numbers indicated for the first 12 pages, but not for the appendices, and it's a little confusing with the page numbers uh, on the appendices, and maybe I would label the uh, top of um, each page in the appendix, um, sorry, the top of the first page um, of each 
appendix with appendix one, two, three, four, five. Oh, maybe it's on there. Sorry. Um, and there was one other thing, I think, on pages six and seven, going to that, yeah, six, seven, and eight, um, on the appointment dates of the members. Uh, those seem right, but they vary a little bit with uh, Roman and italic type. And I think member Vuthi, for some reason, uh, has the month spelled out and the others have it abbreviated. I would just be consistent in how the dates um, are shown. Um, that's all. I, I think it. I agree with uh, Chair Leal. Um, I think this draft report is finally ready for approval, and I support the motion. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who wants to provide public comment on agenda item number six related to the draft annual report? If so, please raise your hand inside Teams now. Seeing none, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clark. Public comment is now closed. Mr. Chair, there is a motion on the table to adopt the annual report as presented. It was offered by Member Camp and seconded by Member Boothy. If you'd like, I can call roll on that. Yes, please. On that motion, Member Camp. Aye. Camp. Aye. Member Boothy. Aye. Boothy, aye. Member Tang. Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliver. Aye. Holliver, aye. Chair Leal. Aye. Leal, aye. Mr. Chair, there is no opposition once again. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clerk. The motion passes. And uh, just just a comment, uh, Mr. Clerk, because given the, the public comment that we just heard, but second, I think the addition of a date to the report uh, would be really useful. So if you don't mind adding that as we finalize the document. I'll uh, add a spot on the draft annual report, which has now been adopted, that today is its adoption date, and that adoption date is March 14th. Thank you for that. Great. Um, with that, now we're ready for the next agenda. Agenda item number seven is future site visits. Members of ARBOC shall discuss potential future site visits to SFPUC projects funded by revenue bond proceeds related to the repair, replacement, upgrade, and expansion of the SFPUC's water power and sewer infrastructure. This was continued from the December 13th meeting. It is a discussion and potential action item and will be taking public comment as part of the discussion. Thank you, Mr. Clark. So the, uh, the genesis of this agenda item, as you might recall, ARBOC hasn't really been able to visit upcountry uh, projects uh, since COVID. Uh, so this has been long delayed and has been on the agenda for now quite some time to find the right time for these visits. These visits are not easy uh, because you know, they require access to specific areas that are necessarily open to the public, but they are far, they are uh, in the Sierras. So it takes quite a bit of coordination to make this happen. So we'd like to thank PUC for really working with the team to, uh, to find the right time and find the right, uh, the right agenda and the right schedule for this visit. So um, uh, PUC presented the committee with a couple of options for dates. And the committee settled on the date of May 30th to May 31st. So there will be an overnight trip. Um, so that's what we have right now on um, available to us on the table. Also, DTA Blake has shared with us some consideration about quorum, um, whereby if we have a quorum of ARBOC members at this visit, the complexity increases exponentially, uh, meaning that, uh, of course, everybody travels, and some people may be able or not to go, but that's something for us to keep in, uh, uh, in mind. And uh, with that, I would like to turn it over to you, see for any updates on this agenda item. I think uh, the important thing for today would be 
to find out uh, which members would be coming and uh, whether you would have a quorum and whether those complications are, are involved. And I can also note that uh, Betsy is on, on the Zoom call and is available to answer any questions. Thank you. Um, so, how many members? I mean, for the state of May 30 and May 31st, um, can we get a sense about who is available to go and who is committed and to say for sure for the event? <laughs> All right. I'm, we, I'm available. Okay. You're a bit willing and able and, and available. Good. Yeah. All right. We have member hands. Um, I can also go. I'm available to go. I'm interested in going. But if there is a concern of um, quarrel, make it too complicated, since I have been on the tour before, um, I'm willing to give up my seat. So, but if, if it's all right, I'm, I'm happy to go. Thanks for that. Um, Member Boothy and Homer? I'm sort of a maybe at this point. <laughs> I, right. I can't really commit to it. I think if I were to go, it probably would just be for the first day. Um, I don't think I'd be able to do it for the future trip. Thank you. Member Tang, um, willing to go, and but also has a kind of before and happy to leave the spot with someone else. Uh, and I'm in the same camp as Member Tang, so we can address that and uh, we get a little bit closer. But for sure, we have Member Ruthie and Member Camp as uh, as uh, as guests. Okay. Uh, my request is some accommodations. I think Betsy's aware of. I spoke to. As we get a little closer, we should really think about it now. Because if we go off to O'Shaughnessy Band in May, I'm not sure if there's a weather. Weather will be accessible, do you know? Betsy, would you want to comment on that? Uh, hello, everyone. Betsy Lappy Rhodes, uh, SFPUC. We do not anticipate that there would be any issues with access at the end of May. Great. Well, thank you for that. Um, very good. And in terms of agenda and what to visit, that's something that we can uh, finalize as we go. I don't think we need to do it at the end of the meeting, but we can do it over email as we get closer. Will that work? Yes, I, I believe that. Yeah, we talked about, if I remember correctly, we talked about the Shaughnessy Dam, we talked about um, one of the powerhouses, so there's, there's some back and forth, but we can do that uh, offline. Okay, anything else on the business? That, um, any questions? No? Okay. Um, do we need to keep this on the on the agenda until the decisions have actually occurred? Or it may be a good idea to keep this as an agenda item for the next coming meeting between now and the end of May in case there are additional logistical concerns coming from PUC planning or members of ARBOC who want to 
change their endorsements or whatever. And we should probably also keep it for the meeting after the business. We share a review with the media and the audience a review of what was firm and what they did. Okay, thank you. Um, may I have a motion to proceed to the second? That was Member Guthy and Member Tang, and this was to continue presumably to the April 11th meeting, is that right? To be honest with you, it's not entirely necessary to do it each time because I'll always work with the chair and the vice chair to make an appropriate agenda for the shape of the next discussion. Uh, but when the body acts to continue an item by motion like this, then that absolutely certainly makes sure that we don't miss or neglect to agendize that item for the future. So it's not entirely necessary, but it is definitely a useful kind of belt and suspenders practice. And it also keeps the public informed about the shape of future discussions. Thank you. Of course. We have uh, two, we have a motion, we have a second, and we're ready for public comment. Let's hear from interested members of the public who have thoughts to share about agenda item number seven related to future site visits. I see that we have one caller who has comments to share. Please begin for three minutes. Uh, David Pilpel again, uh, as the public, I feel very informed, so thank you. Um, I am interested in attending if it is legally and logistically possible. I'm happy to discuss those issues offline with the uh, uh, staff and the city attorney as uh, necessary. If this is uh, intended to be at the end of May so as to meet the 15-day uh, requirement, I would suggest you think about the May meeting being on May 9th, so that there's uh, time to uh, finalize the uh, notice and agenda and get that out 15 days before, which would be um, probably no later than Monday, May 15th. Anyway, um, just my thoughts. Uh, looking forward to uh, your tour and or site visit and my possible participation. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing your comments. If anyone else has public comment on agenda item number seven, please indicate so by raising your hand within the Teams client at this time. Mr. Chair, I'm seeing none. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clerk. Public comment is now closed. And Mr. Chair, if I may address one thing raised by the member of the public during general public comment, sorry, during, public comment during public comment on this item, and that relates to the dates for this potential future site visit. The date that this body is looking at for these site visits is May 30th and 31st, not May 9th. And May 9th is the date for That is a regular meeting date of our body. Mr. Chair, there's also a motion on the table to continue this discussion to the April 11th meeting. It was offered by Member Guthy and seconded by Member Tang. And if you'd like, I can call the roll on that motion now. Yes, please. On that motion, Member Camp? Aye. Camp, aye. Member Guthy? Aye. Guthy, aye. Member Tang? Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliver? Aye. Holliver, aye. Chair Liao? Aye. Liao, aye. Mr. Chair, on that motion, there is no opposition. Thank you. The motion passes. And uh, we're ready to go to the next item. 
agenda item number eight is approval of the minutes from the January 17th, 2023 regular meeting. This is a discussion and action item, and we'll be taking public comments as part of the discussion. Thank you, Mr. Clark. Uh, so the minutes have been uh, shared by uh, the clerk. And uh, does the committee have any thoughts, any questions, or are we ready for approval? I don't from our interested member of the public with comments on the <coughs> fit and finish of the January 17th meeting minutes. Please begin. Uh, David Pilpel again. Uh, just two items on the minutes. Um, on page one of the minutes, the mission statement, which I think is fine on the agenda, I'm not sure, needs to be in the minutes, so I might just strike that paragraph um, now and going forward. And on page three, item six at the top, the italicized uh, paragraph, line four, um, or end of line three, about the forthcoming uh, SFPUC bond expenditure certification letters. Uh, I would make that singular certification letter. Turned out it was only one letter. Um, that's all. Uh, other than that, I think the minutes uh, captured the meeting from January, and I support the motion to approve the minutes. Thanks. Thank you for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who wants to write public comment on the shape of the January meeting minutes? Seeing none, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Burke. Public comment is now closed. There is a motion to, uh, I will make the clerical change to the minutes uh, as requested by the public commenter on page three to clarify that the bond expenditure certification letter uh, was at that time forthcoming rather than letters. I'll just take that S off. Otherwise, there is a motion on the table offered by Member Camp and seconded by Member Vuthi to approve the minutes as presented. On that motion, Member Camp? Aye. Camp, aye. Member Vuthi? Aye. Vuthi, aye. Member Tang? Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliver? Aye. Holliver, aye. Chair Leo? Aye. Leo, aye. Mr. Chair, there is no opposition. Thank you. The uh, motion passes and we put approved. Agenda item number nine is announcements, comments, questions, future agenda items. This is a discussion, uh, discussion and possible action item. You'll be taking public comments as part of the discussion. Uh, thank you, Mr. Kirk. Uh, so right now, Calendar. We have two meetings. We have the April 11th and the May 9th meeting. Uh, we should probably add uh, the next two free meetings if that's okay with the meeting. Oh. Yeah, I'm happy to have that. Great. So should we pick a date in June? So, uh, Mr. Chair, typically ARBOC will meet on the second Tuesday of the month. In June, that would be the 13th. Yep. And the the ARBOC membership doesn't need to direct that change to this. I will just add those as we go so forward. So if you'd like, I can just take note to add the June 13th meeting to this bullet point. Great. Uh, yeah. does, does that work for the committee? Any 
I don't know quite yet. And then do you want to look at a date in July as well? I mean, I can, as I said before, I can just add to the listing here the June 11th meeting as well. It will be July 11th. Um, then with it for the summer travel, as long as is there a specific time that doesn't really work for yeah. this meeting? Just, just asking for a for, for quorum. Be on my mic. Yeah,
function for April. Um, and I remember you see you had a, a comment on that, maybe you want to share with the group. Well, yeah, so I, I think um, the interim um, provided a report in the spring. Uh, I can't recall the date. Uh, but then Steve Robinson did, did come back for that follow-up uh, presentation in September. Um, and, and provided the, the full report. And, uh, yeah. There was a presentation in the agenda package as well. Yeah, thank you for the clarification. I remember Carbach asking for an update on that presentation six months later. Is that a couple months recollection as well? Because we've had this on the agenda here on this item for quite some time. Mr. Robinson going to be able to provide an update? He's indicated that he's happy to come back if you do want to. He just wanted to make sure that folks remember that he had provided that presentation. Yeah, that we do. Absolutely. We do remember and we appreciate it very much. And I think we were still a couple of these ends, and that's when we really wanted to get an update on. Thank you for that. So that will be part of the April agenda. We can add what is listed here as item H as an update, and that would appear on the April meeting agenda. And then I'll uh, speak with uh, Mrs. Klaroff and a few other folks to get additional details for what may be a May appearance about the future upcoming bonds related to wastewater, water, and power, et cetera, to make sure I'm capturing that properly for your May agenda. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, just a question about item 9E, um, which is SPF, um, SPC staff support environmental justice. Is this an existing support? Sorry, I'm using the context here. That's reporting from the way, non existent report. Uh, this is a carryover from before my time, actually. Uh, I don't think there's time to break it right now. No, I don't think it's is it just like detritus that remains from previous meetings? That as far as the tracking portion of this goes, this is part of the document that I inherited from the previous clerk of this body, and it captures something recorded at past appearances of this future agenda items discussion. Um, retained as bullet points for future consideration by this body, but if you want to strike or add additional things, we can do that now. Yeah, it, it, it is essentially a placeholder okay. um, that the committee over time essentially said, hey, we would like to learn more about a specific topic, and that for one reason or another, it never really got into the actual portion agenda. But the idea of having it here doesn't mean not to forget about it. Yeah. We have it as a, a little bit like this item um, for the part, part of the so that we know that it has a column and we will be included. But if there is a, an item that you would like to add to the agenda, we can certainly pick it up for this and add it. Uh, I'm generally interested, but there's no urgency, and I think we have people coming up. Thank you. Uh, I think we are ready for public comment. Very good, Mr. Chair. This will be the last time that we take public comment, and this public comment is directed specifically to the future agenda items discussion, as appears on our agenda is agenda item number eight. Interested members of the public who want to provide public comment should raise their hand inside the team's client and we will get to them in order. Looks like we have one.
caller on the line who wants to provide public comment, please begin your comment for three minutes now. Uh, David Pilpel again. Um, so I appreciate that portion of the discussion that I could hear. Once again, the mics are a little um, uh, difficult. I continue to suggest that items uh, D and E be removed, but I just heard a little bit of discussion showing some interest, and I think uh, item E, if that's the case, then yes, I would keep it. If item D is no longer um, of particular interest, I would drop it, and I would try to schedule both items E and G uh, when possible so as to close uh, them out. Um, I can't really imagine that the 20... 15 report on lessons learned is going to continue to be of uh, interest any more than some 1995 uh, report or something like that. So the, the sooner you have that discussion and um, dispose of that item, I think, the better. Um, otherwise, thank you very much for listening and gathering in person and more fun next month. Thanks again. Sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who wants to provide public comment on agenda item number eight? Seeing none, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clark. Public uh, comment is now closed and the meeting is adjourned. Thank everyone for participating today. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you. 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 Thank you.